Coming up next on The Voice of Alabama Politics, Mo Brooks says the vaccine causes death. Also, the V-Team takes a look at upcoming special sessions. And they've been begged, they've been shamed, they've been pleaded with, get the shot. Mom? You're welcome. Hi. You with that iron head of yours now? Hmm. Guess it's time for a little different tactic. All this and much, much more coming up next on The V. Welcome to The Voice of Alabama Politics, where we tackle the tough issues so you have the hard facts. I'm your host, Bill Britt, and today I'm joined by Susan Britt, research guru extraordinaire, and Josh Moon, investigative reporter and columnist at APR. Welcome. Hey, Josh. Hey, Josh. What's up? How's it going? Well, it is, it's going pretty good here in the studio, but out, out in the world, it ain't going so hot. It's going downhill, yeah. down, down, downhill. I mean, we can report today that uh, basically there are no ICU units in Alabama. There are a few. Uh, There's no vacancies. Some areas, but Mobile County, uh, Montgomery, Baldwin County, there Oh, ICUs are full, Josh, and it's mainly the Delta variant of COVID-19. Among the unvaccinated. Yes, and mainly mm -hmm. unvaccinated. Uh, I know Susan is, yeah. is chomping at the bit to take on this issue, but, I mean, it is getting, it's worse now than it was when we locked down the state. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, it, uh, I mean, you know, I, you, you've, you've said everything, and I, I don't know what, what's left to say to people. I, you know, I, I don't... You tell people it's worse now. Uh, we're out of ICU beds. Hospitals are filling up. Uh, over in Mississippi, they're about to they're about to open a hospital and a parking garage, uh, an overflow hospital and a parking garage. And that's that's you know something similar is is coming here. I'm not saying we're going to open uh, hospitals in parking garages, but we're we're going to have overflow in in hospitals, and they're going to build extra rooms and open up all the COVID rooms again. Um, and and so all that's all that's coming here because we've not reached our peak, and the doctors don't predict that we're going to until around Labor Day. Um, and so we're going to pack these people into hospitals again. And right now we have more than half of the people that are in ICU units. Uh, they're taking up all these beds are, are COVID patients. Uh, so that's, yeah. that's what's filled up all these beds uh, that, you know, they're normally halfway filled because that's why hospitals have them is to treat people yeah. uh, with serious conditions and people have serious conditions other than COVID. And so now you fill the rest of them with COVID patients. And if somebody has a heart attack in your family or, you know, they're going through cancer treatments and they have a setback, Thank God you. forbid, uh, you know, uh, you have nowhere to go at, at this point because the people who decided not to get vaccinated, uh, when they get this disease or they get this virus and they become deathly ill, the first thing they do is run to the hospital to get treated by the people who they call quacks and refuse to take a vaccine from and it dies from. So that's, that's where right. we are. Uh, and by comparison, I'm sorry not to filibuster this thing because I know Susan wants to do this, but uh, yeah, uh, in you, Maine, you, you take the, the words right out of my mouth, man. 
<laughs> in Maine, uh, the the most vaccinated state in, in in the country right now that has 80% of people that with at least one shot, they have they are using 6% of their ICU beds for COVID patients. 6%. Susan, uh, you know, Governor Kay Ivey said we can blame the unvaccinated. That, that is true. Mm -hmm. We can also blame the polarization of politics on this. Quite. Uh, you know, we're... we're we're actually seeing these protests of mass mandates, or not mandates, even mass suggestions now have become sort of uh, the biggest event since the Townsend Act. Go look it up. Uh, this is this is no Boston Tea Party. This is this is physical health of your neighbors we and your family. We have children under the age of four years old on ventilators. When are you people going to take this seriously? They're not. They're not. And. I, I'm livid about this, and I'm sorry. I'm just—I I have reached my peak. In that last year, the heart death from heart attack rate was skyrocketed because of the lack of beds because of COVID. Now I can accept that because last year we didn't have a vaccine. This year I can't accept this. People are, are taking political stand for their health and it's compromising a, a mother, a father, a husband, a wife from having, or another child from actually having a hospital bed for the emergency stuff they need because they're taking a damn political stand in an election year. Yeah, well. The leaders are not doing crap. You got Mo Brooks out there who's saying, well, you know, the, the vaccine is deadly and masks cause cancer. Well, he's freaking vaccinated. How would he know? Yeah, I know. I mean, Josh. I, that's, shut me up now. That's, I, that's ridiculous. I, I, I'm just done. You, you have Governor Kai out there saying, you know, look, get your vaccine, get your vaccine, get your vaccine. You got people like Brooks out there saying, oh, the vaccines could cause death and masks can cause cancer. I mean, it's like, why does he feel it necessary to lie? Because why? it's an election year, mm -hmm. and he's losing. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just no, it's, it's, a, it's a pandering to the to the base. Is is all it is, and it's a it's a it's so selfish what's taking place here. It, I mean, it yeah. it is so so unbelievably selfish and. And disappointing. I mean, it really is. I mean, I, you know, I don't expect a lot from politicians. I really don't. I expect them to go in and no. be no. egotistical and, and dumb in, in certain ways. But, yeah. I mean, what what this has done and what people have done in the interest of pure uh, self-promotion uh, in, in these things is so off the charts awful. Uh, you know, to, to undermine the virus the, or the vaccine the way that they have with this thing raging. Um, and they have. Listen, when, when you pass, when you're passing vaccine passport bans, and and out here talking about it's people's freedoms and you know blah blah blah, all this. What you're doing is you're playing to this base of people over here that want to hear that they don't have to go and get this vaccine. All right, that it's right, not going right. to save their lives. That it's not going to make right. any difference if they don't go get it because it's their freedom and that's what you're protecting. It's nonsense, and it's all. All of this has played into where, what we're seeing right now, and people are going to die because of it. Good, good people are going to die because of what they've done. Yeah, politics for politics is one thing. Politics, when it enters into the public health arena, is something entirely different. Well, There's a different mm -hmm. responsibility among our leaders to actually take this seriously and give people good advice, which they're, I mean, Mo Brooks is not doing. Kay Ivey's doing it. 
you know, uh, Mike Rogers is doing it. Uh, even Tommy Tuberville is saying get vaccinated for Pete's yes. sake. If you don't listen to me, listen to the coach, okay? The coach says, go get vaccinated. Yeah. I mean, Nick Saban said, uh, go uh, get vaccinated. Tommy Tuberville might be the, our most effective leader in this. Can you, can you imagine yeah. this? Tommy Tuberville might be it our just... most effective Republican leader in this. Yeah. Yep. Well, it, it is is disappointing. It is not surprising because, you know, Alabama has always been the make-me state. You have to make them do anything that's reasonable and <clears throat> daring to defend our rights this time, meaning it's a right for me to kill my neighbors and family because I won't. And it's a right for me to, to, to stand up for political <coughs> reasons and take a hospital bed away from somebody who might actually need it. Well, this is fake news coming at you because surely COVID's real. No, it's not real. It's fake. All right, you're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. We'll be right back with news and opinions. Your career isn't a job. It's a journey. Your next job could lead to bigger things, and you're in charge of how fast and how far you want to go. At alabamaworks.com, you can connect with employers and start working right now. Then chart your path forward with training and career planning tools. That next paycheck is great, but it's only the beginning. Start a great success story at alabamaworks.com. So you got caught speeding. But this time, you got more than a ticket. What are you in for? Vehicular homicide. Stop speeding before speeding stops you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. I know passions are, are quite high on this, and, and, and rightfully so. I, I think those that are, uh, there are many reasons for people not to get a vaccine. I get that, but there are very few and far between. I do think that we have reached a road here where the fork that we have to take is where business leaders do what the government will not do or can't do. because. A business can, despite Alabama's ill-conceived passport ban, a, a, a business can require that their employees be vaccinated. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't know that every business wants to go that so far, but I would say that most businesses could make the decision that if you're unvaccinated, you 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 have to submit to routine t testing. I think. This is the only solution that's going to get us over this mm -hmm. is for the businesses to lead where business, where government will not and cannot. All right. Walmart and Tyson are two of the front runners are saying that if you're not vaccinated, you don't have a job. Or if you are, are I take that back. In some instances, the businesses are saying if you're not vaccinated, then you have to pay a premium for us to test you routinely. But if you're not, mm -hmm. if you're vaccinated, you're, you're all good. So I, I think, finally, the business leaders of Alabama need to take this very seriously 
especially the large ones, yeah. and saying, if you're not vaccinated, you don't have a job. Yeah, I mean, United Airlines, Josh, Walt Disney, uh, uh, several Facebook, uh, a lot of businesses are going that way. What do you think about that as an idea? Yeah, I, listen, I, I applaud them uh, for, for doing that and for encouraging it. I think you're exactly right that uh, business people can uh, can make a huge difference here. And uh, not only that, uh, one of the other things that came out of the press conference uh, that, that was happening on Thursday down in Mobile where they were talking about how terrible uh, the, the situation was in, in the southern part of the state uh, was the healthcare system down there is currently missing 160 plus employees because they're out with COVID. Uh, so, yeah. you know, uh, that it's going to save your business a lot of money and a lot of people being out on sick leave uh, if you do require these uh, these vaccinations, because people, you know, if you're not vaccinated, you're probably going to get COVID. Uh, you know, the way the Delta variant spreads and as fast as it spreads yeah. and as harmful as it is, you're, you're probably going to get COVID at this point. But I'll tell you yeah. what I think would solve this whole thing is if insurance companies decided that they're not going to cover the treatments for COVID for people who had an opportunity to get a vaccine and chose not to do so. Uh, if you do not well, have a medical reason for not having a vaccine, uh, if you, if you then contract COVID and they don't pay for it, even the trips to the, you know, the little dock in the box clinics and things like that. Uh, I think that you, you talk, start telling people it's going to cost you five, $700 a pop, uh, you know, to get COVID. I think people go out and get the vaccine. And from what I hear, some of the insurers in Alabama are actually considering that when the next contract uh, renewal comes up. It's actually writing that mm -hmm. into the contract. Well, United Healthcare has certainly slowed that. I mean, again, I mean, you talk about then Alabama, you can't question people's vaccination status and all that stuff. It, it's, it's just absolutely ridiculous. But, you know, I, I was thinking about the fact that, you know, we, we've lost our mind over secondhand smoke. And I, I agree that secondhand smoke kills, not necessarily not effectively, effectively enough. Uh, but the problem is here uh, is a, as a business, you, you can say no smoking here, mm -hmm. but you can't say no bringing your COVID in no, here. You, right? can, you, you can eliminate you can bring, smoke, but you can't eliminate germs from your business. You know, you, you can't say no COVID in here. Really? Light them up. Bring in your COVID. Hey, Josh, I wanted to uh, <laughs> switch over here. Well, let's, let's do something else first. Uh, Mike Rogers, mm -hmm. Congressman Mike Rogers, uh, this week, this past week, came out and said that he hopes that 100% of the U.S. armed forces are vaccinated. And this is, uh, uh, he is on the Armed Services Committee. Uh, Barry Moore, uh, before oh, that, came out and said that it was absolutely reckless and terrible. And, <sighs> but, and this is, again, you, you have Mike Rogers, who is a thoughtful leader yes, in the Republican exactly. Party, uh, saying yes, and the Department of Defense is right to mandate vaccine. You know, and, and he's absolutely right in that, not only because these guys are in close quarters, and, and gals, sorry, are in close quarters with each other, their families are in close quarters or whatever, but do you really want, you know, our enemies taking advantage of the fact that our, our troops are sick? Yeah. I mean, do, do you, I mean, do you really want to go that far yeah. that they're going to take advantage and use this as military strategy against us? Well, it, it's pretty no. weird. I mean, military's already required to get 17 vaccinations already. School kids are mandated vaccines. I've got a scar right here from one of them. I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> Josh, you, you did a follow-up story a year or so ago. You broke a story on how uh, some folks in Limestone County, specifically in Athens, were using uh, the state's virtual school uh, program to steal mm -hmm. money from the school system. 
Now you've done a follow-up on that. Some of them have been indicted. Yeah, yeah, it's a... Uh... Yeah, the uh, the investigation into uh, into this is still ongoing. Uh, they are still out uh, questioning uh, uh, lawmakers, former lawmakers, uh, some lobbyists, uh, you know, trying to and some and superintendents as well, uh, trying to get a handle on uh, not only what happened because I think they have a pretty good handle on on what was taking place, which was essentially people were uh, in limestone in Athens at least they were uh, essentially falsifying students to up the per pupil. Uh, rate that they were receiving from the state and federal governments, uh, and then they were, you know, getting some money for consultants that were, be, that were being kicked back to them and creating consulting companies and things like that to make up fake uh, students uh, to up those enrollment numbers. But uh, you know, now it seems as though what the focus is is on why this happened uh, under everyone's watch, and a lot of people knew that at least some portion of this was was taking place. Uh, or at the very least, they knew that the virtual schools were being misused to a degree that they were never intended. Uh, which you're never supposed to start stacking uh, kids from outside of your district into these schools to up your per pupil uh, thing. And you were never supposed to then ship off 97% of the money uh, to large companies to manage the whole thing. This was a deal that was created by lawmakers, Republican lawmakers, with, and it was a good thing for public schools because it got uh, kids that had left the public schools to go to homeschool or private school. It got them back into the public school system and got their tax dollars back into those systems. So the, the system could uh, up the you know teacher units and everything else. But it's so being misused at this point. I think they're really trying to get to the bottom of what happened and why no one is stopping it. Right. I mean, and then the Board of Education, where was the superintendent? Uh, what did they know? Mm -hmm. When did they know it? What lobbyists, what lawmakers, what did they know? And when did they know it? And how did this, you know, this alleged uh, theft of money occur? But we're going to leave it right there. You're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. We'll be right back with more news and opinion. You'll never guess what 400,000 people in the U.S. were using when they crashed their cars last year. No, not this. This. Distracted driving will kill you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. If you've been working, you've already proven yourself in ways you may not even notice. Managing your time, communicating effectively, and working as part of a team are key skills that employers value. At alabamaworks.com, you can find out how to build on your experience to up your game and get the job you really want because it's out there. Start your new success story at alabamaworks.com. Sponsored by Alabama Works, the Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. Former President Donald Trump will be in Coleman uh, uh, for a rally. They will be there right after uh, Marshall Tucker band, and uh, there's a big event there, Rock the South. Uh, but I tell you, Josh, this, this rally uh, that the president is holding is shaping up to be more of a Mo Brooks campaign event than actually a rally for the Republican Party. I mean, Brooks is selling tickets. He's auctioning off uh, or, you know, don donating air conditioning space. And uh, he has about 2,000 tickets. Uh, 
it has really set the Republican Party uh, kind of on edge with some factions. I mean, what in the world, why are we having a Mo Brooks rally in, in Coleman, Alabama? I don't get it. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't really understand why anybody would try to have a rally in the middle of a field uh, in Coleman, Alabama, on August the twenty-first. Because I got to tell you, it's going to be like having a rally on the sun. Uh, but yeah. you know, it's, uh, you know, I, th th this is, you know, this is, this is for him. Uh, the president wants to, to, the former president, I should say. I'm sorry, uh, I keep having flashbacks it's like ptsd uh but the yeah, um uh, the like former that. president Jacob wants Flatter. to uh, wants to put uh you know put his guy out there you know he's he's kind of yeah. his reputation at this point is on the line and so he wants to try to help the guy that he backed in this thing and uh you know i, I say for the alabama republican party uh you know when this thing was first built this was supposed to be their their summer meeting uh this summer event and so yeah. you know it doesn't look great uh, in terms of uh, being the party that, that's going to stay neutral in primaries, uh, if you're holding a summer event that basically <coughs> turns into a rally for one candidate, I would say. But, you know, listen, that's how Republicans do things. And uh, so, you know, if you, if you would like a more fair shot, come on, go on over to the Democratic Party. Well, I don't think that's going to be happening anytime soon, but, you know, <laughs> that's a good put the offer out there, Josh. Yeah, but, I mean, you know. Susan, why would Katie Britt, Lindy Blanchard, L Linda Blanchard, or Jessica Taylor would go to this event? I mean, because it's really turning into a Mo Brooks rally. And why why should they go when they're they're just going to be disrespected? They're going to be disrespected. They're going to be disenfranchised. They're, there's no reason for them to go at all. I mean, it, it's, it's an exclusionary event based on Mo Brooks. Why would they even go? Even though they're members of the ALGOP, there's no reason for them to be there at all, even though it's a Republican event. Well, I mean, they're, they're just going to be excluded completely. It's a Donald Trump event. I mean, it's a Donald Trump event, at but it, it, is turning, here. it is turning into a Mo Brooks for Senate event. Uh, Josh, we, we've seen some recent polling that shows that this, this, uh, this race is pretty much a dead heat uh, right now between Katie Britt and Mo Brooks, and we're a year out. Uh, mm -hmm. Of course, uh, I think right now everybody's just trying to raise money and and go visit and do that. And uh, but we're we're seeing that those kind of numbers already after just a couple of months in the race. Yeah, it's uh, it's got to scare the hell out of uh, out of Trump and Brooks uh, because I mean, really, what do you know about Katie Britt at this point? You know, she hasn't. She's not really done anything statewide in terms of advertising or outreach for uh, to voters. And uh, you know, she's kind of a newcomer to the to the scene. I mean, I, I think a lot of insiders like us, we know who she is and, and that. But I don't think a lot of voters do. And for and you know, the simple fact is that a lot of voters and a lot of people all over the state know who Mo Brooks is. And if the fact that they know him and they don't like him and they would choose this person that they don't really know over him uh, at this point in time is really, really got to be concerning to that to that campaign. Uh, and then you look yeah. at the money portion of this and you, you can see pretty quickly that Katie Britt can make up the name recognition gap that she has uh, because yeah. she's going to have a lot of money to spend on ads and, and getting out all across the state. And, you know, I, honestly, I think a lot of people will will like her. Um, you know, I, I hate to say that, you know, from uh, hoping that maybe a Democrat would have a, a shot at this thing. But, you know, I, I, I think that a lot of people are going to like Katie Britt when they when they see her uh, because she's going to vote the same way on mo almost all the social issues as Mo Brooks is going to vote. You know, it, uh, she's going to be the Republican vote in there for those things. And yeah. she's not going to be a yeah. crazy person. You know, you can rely yeah. on her vote.
Yeah. But she's actually going to go to work. Katie's going to get yeah. out there and work. And there's a, there, there comes a time when Republican and Democrat are fine. But if you want for the good of the state, if you're a Democrat and you want for the good of the state, you're going to have to think about who's going to be the next senator. Well, and I, you, you, you can't just go and vote for the Democrat because you know they're not going to win. You really need to take this. This is a very, very serious race. Well, and there, there's serious. more people in this race than Katie Britt. There of is course. Jessica, that's why I'm not Jessica naming, Taylor naming and, any names. Linda. But they really need to think about who they're going to vote for. Yeah. Linda Blanchard can certainly, out, certainly. She can she can outspend everybody. Right. And she is she is a really, really nice person. We'll see if she gathers any more traction. I really wanted to get into the fact that we're getting uh, the numbers are out from the uh, census and redistricting will start a giant uh, project uh, down at the state house. We're expecting uh, there, this to be done around October. Mm -hmm. There will be a mm -hmm. special session to approve these measures. Mm -hmm. One of the things we're not hearing, and I, I, you know, I just want to bring this up, we are not hearing anything, Josh, about a special session to address gaming. And, and from my conversations with certain people in leadership, both Republican and Democrat, and I think you too are hearing the same thing, is that there is a deal on the table that can be easily passed without controversy, mm -hmm. and we could get mm -hmm. this, this gaming bill behind us while we're trying to pass prisons and do things that people are going to hate us for, right? I mean, mm -hmm. come on. Yep, yeah. Uh, roughly 15,000 jobs and a billion dollars a year in, uh, in income is sitting out there for somebody to get, all I got to do is stand up and say, hey, let's have a special session and vote this thing through. Uh, now, I know it's going to be more complicated than that, but they have a, they have a deal. The, the things that were holding them up on the bill, uh, essentially the same bill that was waiting on, on everybody. The one that was very popular with voters is sitting there and, yeah. and they have agreement on this. Uh, they brought everybody to the table and there's one person that needs to call this session. And, you know, so far she is not and calling this session. And, and all along they've said, don't come to me. If you come to me with a, with a deal that's solid that you all agree mm -hmm. on, we will, we will get this done. Well, we will we'll certainly, yep. you know, keep an eye on this as time progresses. But we're going to have to leave it right there. You've been watching the V, the voice of Alabama politics. You watch us because we watch them.